Good evening, everybody. It's Mikey from the County Road Bobblers back from his deathbed. Um, his pneumonia bed's over at Christmas and the New Year period. So apologies that you haven't heard one of my match previews in a while. Um, obviously, I've been relatively poorly. So I thought I'd grace you all with my presence. I know it's pretty late on on a Friday evening. So apologies for the tardiness. Um, I'm pretty uh, busy with work at the moment, obviously playing a bit of catch up from being off over uh, Christmas and the new year. Also got a bit of an exciting new role coming up, which I'm sure will come to fruition um, and in the public eye very soon. So watch this space if anyone's asked. I think um, the first thing today I'd like to talk about, because you've not heard from me from a while, for a while, is just my overall thoughts on, on where we are now. Um, we had the AGM, didn't we, on Tuesday with the news that um, Usmanov's pumped £30 million into the club for the first dibs on the naming rights for the stadium, um, which is fantastic. I think um, we've all had a bit of an inkling that he's got something to do with the club anyway. So, you know, it wasn't unexpected for Evertonians. There's been a lot of heads falling off from the other side of the park and other Premier League teams, but... You know, we just need to get on with what we're doing. Um, we've had far too many false dawns over the car, over the sort of, well, since Mashiri's taken over. We've all thought that, you know, we've got lots of money and we're going to be great now. And on paper, um, since the 17-18 uh, season, uh, we've had some good transfer windows, but these signings haven't always worked out now. We need, first and foremost, to keep our heads. Um, it's obviously a very exciting time with Ancelotti at the helm. I think him and Brands will complement each other well. Mashiri is obviously now in talks with Usmanov, not necessarily about having um, a stake in the club, but I think Usmanov is looking at um, other avenues of where he can invest in the club, so there'll be sponsorships, etc. And I know that there was talk of um, a shirt sponsorship as well. Um, so he's obviously going to be putting some money into the club. Mashiri's going to be putting money back into the club as well. We need to um, we need to focus um, and on getting rid of the players that are on big wages that don't really command them. So there's a certain number of players in our squad that aren't good enough. I'm not going to sit here and, and name names because I think um, as this is going to go out on Twitter, we're all very well educated and we all go and watch them and we all know who they are. So there's no point in me going over it. it, it it's literally like scratching an old wound, isn't it? Um, positive at the start of Ancelotti's reign, uh, Burnley win. It was, you know, executed well. It wasn't a pretty game, but it, we, we got the goal and um, we got the three points. The Newcastle away game was, again, another very well-executed game plan from Ancelotti. He seems to, for me, go out with the intentions of taking a lead and then taking it from there. He seems to know what he's doing. Whereas we've had other managers in the past, um, Moyes and Allardyce, um, and, and you know, the, 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 there's been a few more that would go to away games with with the um, sole purpose of not getting beat and setting up for a draw. And, you know, sort of six or seven times out of ten, that ends up in you conceding the first goal because you, you're playing relatively negative tactics. Ancelotti doesn't do that for me. He sets the team up well. And he knows the importance of the first goal and um, 
it comes across very much so in his play. You know, it's not been perfect. It was a similar thing against Brighton last week. It wasn't perfect. I think on the overall balance of play, we deserve to win win the game. We let them back in in the last sort of 20, 25 minutes. And uh, in my opinion, they, they they had two very good chances and they probably should have converted them or at least one of them and, and, and maybe got a point. Um, Calvert-Lewin's goal obviously was disallowed. Was it handball? No one really knows anymore with fucking VAR, do they? It's it's all over the shop. So on the on the balance of play, we deserve to win uh, against Brighton it, again. I don't think under Ancelotti, certainly not for the foreseeable future. We're not going to be playing like Manchester City or Real Madrid or PSG. We're going to be we're going to be grinding out wins, and we're going to be going out with a game plan, and they're going to be kept to to a T and that is what he's obviously good at he is a master of preparation he's won everything in the game and he certainly certainly knows how to go out and beat teams away from home and at home that are what we would call in inverted commas the lesser sides um which is where we have really struggled when somebody or, or when a team puts a lot of players behind the ball we we seem to have run out of ideas but I do trust in Ancelotti to be able to turn or convert, sorry, those games that we were drawing or maybe getting beaten to to points on the board. So it's a real positive. We're, we're sitting 11th in the league, but we're really not far off that top six or five, even if you include Man United. I think um, with a win tomorrow we'll be really right back in the mix. I think United will probably get beat by Liverpool this weekend. Um, Spurs again playing Watford. Nigel Pearson's got them playing very, very well. Uh, I'd actually fancy Watford to to get something from that game. Um, I think Wolves now maybe uh, sort of stuttering slightly. Um, Sheffield United, I would expect at some point to, to start not... not playing or not picking up as many points as they were. Let, let, let's put it that way. Let's be respectful to them because uh, Chris Wilder has done an excellent job there. So, you know, Chelsea are sitting in fourth place. I don't think by any stretch of the imagination that we're going to finish fourth, but I do think that we have got a realistic chance, certainly, of getting into Europe. Um, disappointing to go out of the cup competitions um, in, in sort of in the space of three weeks. Uh, the less we talk about the Liverpool game, you know, the better. I think for me, uh, looking back on it now, I mean, my head fell off when we lost the game. But I think it's probably done the club some good. It's been a real reality check. Ancelotti will know where he needs to strengthen the squad. Um, he'll know who is not good enough, whose attitudes are not right. So in the long run, if you can take a positive from a negative, that's certainly going to be from the Liverpool game. Um, moving on to the game tomorrow, uh, West Ham uh, away is since they've moved to the uh, London slash Olympic Stadium, it's not been a, a particularly successful ground for us. We had a decent performance there last year. Zuma and Bernard scored in a two nil win, um, but I think we've drawn. I don't know how many years they've been. I know we've certainly been beat there, and I think we've drawn a couple or drawn one. So. It's not been the happiest of stomping grounds. Um, it's an awful ground to go to as a spectator. So um, any blues going down there tomorrow? Um, I wish I was joining you. 
unfortunately um uh, I, i'm just not able to get down there tomorrow but uh, enjoy your day take your binoculars and uh, let's hope we come away with the three points David Moyes is obviously going to have a massive point to prove tomorrow um, against Everton. I think he maybe even thought himself that he was going to get the Everton job. Um, I know the bookies and the, the pundits and maybe even the majority of Evertonians thought that um, when Marco Silva was sacked, we were in a dire state of affairs and it was a perfect time for David Moyes to come in and take the reins and, and you know, sort of on a, on a short-term contract, a bit like what he did at West Ham a couple of years ago. That wasn't to be, and um, he's now the West Ham manager. So they've got a lot of, oh, not a lot, um, they've got a number of players that you would have expected to play out injured tomorrow. I think Wiltshire is one of them. I think Antonio is one of them, who's always dangerous. And uh, the Fabianski, the goalkeeper, is definitely one of them. So they are going to be a bit thin on the ground in terms of first team players that are playing i think the that suits david moyes's game game plan and his style as a manager and um, we all know from previous years with david moyes being the everton manager we seem to do better when we were written off or our backs were to the wall. So there's, I'm under no illusion that he's going to keep that tight, he's going to pat that midfield and he's going to make them very, very difficult to score against. And I think he will be more than happy if they can go and nick a goal and defend that for their lives. And that's what, what David Moyes' teams are good at. And I, you know, I think in the situation that West Ham United are in at the moment, their fans will be more than happy. It's not going to be pretty, but if they do come away with anything from the game, it's going to be great for them. Um, from an Everton perspective, I would expect us um, to get something from the game. Now that could be the kiss of death, couldn't it? It's uh, it's one of those things. We um, we tend to lose games that we we think that we would win. Um, certainly, when I heard the news that Richarlison was injured, uh, that was a big blow. But it's a fucking great chance, isn't it, for Moise Keane? to grab that ball by the horns and, and really put in a performance and put a shift in. And I think we can all unite as a fan base over this, regardless of what your opinions on the kid are. Um, we want him to bag a goal. And I think once he gets that goal, things might start rolling. Um, I was I was ready to I was ready to almost write him off a little bit under Marco Silva and then that debacle at Old Trafford when he got substituted after coming on. But um I think Ancelotti will be good for him. He's an Italian manager. He wanted to play he wanted to sign him at Napoli. So we'll have to wait and see. But I think um Mr Moyes Keane, if you are listening, then I think this is a really big opportunity for you to go and state your claim to be a um a starting player at Everton Football Club. <clears throat> the rest of the um, the rest of the team I would probably it, it, it's quite simple we're pretty thin on the ground um at the moment aren't we we've got such a long injury list which is so unfortunate um I mean you'd love to see Gabamin and Gomez in the center of that midfield wouldn't you under Ancelotti I think that would really really um suit his style of play you got Gomez that you could push forward slightly Gabamin playing that holding role with your two wingers and your, your two up front, um, it, it's it's 
quite mouth-watering. I know we haven't seen much of a Gabamin, but um, he, he's been brought in to play in that defensive role, isn't he? And we all know that Andre Gomez is an absolute baller. Um, so anyway, let me, let, me, let me talk through my team. I think it's going to be Pickford, Sadibi, Keane and Mina. Now, the reason I think it'll be Keane and Mina is because Ancelotti, when, when asked why he didn't play Mina last week, was saying he rested him. And I think he mentioned that he could he might rest someone this week, maybe Holgate. So, um, and then uh, left back, I think Luca Dean, um, Bernard on the left, which is good because him and uh, Dean link up well. Uh, in the middle, with the absence of Sigurdsson, I don't think Carlo Ancelotti is going to go for Schneiderlin after Anfield. I think it'll be Delph, and I think it'll be Davies. I think Theo Walcott will play on the right. And, uh, <coughs> excuse me, I think it will be uh, Moise Keane and Dominic Calvert-Lewin up front. Um, I th- I'd like to see Anthony Gordon at some point come off the bench and get some game time. I think that will do him really well. Especially if we've, um, you know, it is the sort of game that we could maybe get a two-goal lead in. Um, and yeah, I'd, I'd just like to see him come, come off the bench. Because I think... Um, I was at the game against Leicester in the Cup in the quarterfinal and I thought he looked very lively when he came on. And uh, Brands has been talking him up this week and uh, from Ancelotti's time at Chelsea, not many people remember this, but he did did give a few youngsters a good go in the team. So let's hope that Ancelotti leans towards him. Um, we're going to be quite thin on the bench as well, but... You know, I've got I've got faith in the boys to uh, to go out there and get the job done. So, my score prediction for tomorrow, I'm going to go with a two nil Everton win. Uh, goal scorers, I'm going to go with Moyes, Keane, and I'm going to go with Bernard. Uh, I think we will um, we'll take a, a lead in the the middle of the first half. I think we'll soak up a bit of pressure towards half time. I think you'll see Delph and Davies dropping off slightly. The outlet ball to uh, Calvert-Lewin and maybe Keane getting off on the flick-ons. Maybe creating a couple of chances in the latter stages of the first half. I think he'll keep the uh, he'll keep the same shape for the first sort of 15, 20 minutes of the second half. Um, we will have to soak up a lot of pressure from West Ham at this point, I think. Um, I'm undecided on whether they'll score but I'm going to go with 2-0. I think they will have some opportunities. I think they've certainly got players in their team that can cause us problems. I think that um, we will do well to keep a clean sheet tomorrow, but I'm being positive. It's a positive day. So, um, And then I think he'll maybe bring Gordon off the bench. Um, hopefully Gordon has a good run, goes at West Ham, goes for the throw. And I'd, I'd like to think that... Um, Moise Keane would get a get a goal in the sort of between 75 and 85 minutes and effectively kill the game off watch West Ham's <coughs> watch watch West Ham's heads go down and then um, that will be a fantastic victory for us it will put us on 31 points uh, dependent on other results we will go up the league table um and then we've got a pretty quick turnaround with Newcastle at home haven't we on Tuesday uh so I will try and get a match preview done on Tuesday at uh, before Tuesday, sorry, uh, for the Newcastle game. Maybe I'll do it on Monday morning. I'm actually off work now for a few days because I'm off to Rome with the missus. So um, I'd like to also say that 
um, myself and David from the County Road Bobblers are going to be after the game tomorrow on a podcast, the American Toffee podcast, which should be coming out or we will certainly be recording it uh, with a match reaction probably within 15 minutes of the final whistle tomorrow. So um, if you give our podcast a listen, then certainly give theirs a listen. Um, I've, I've, I've listened to a few of their bits and they're, they're great and I really, really appreciate them having um, myself and David on or which, as you guys know him affectionately. Now, thanks very much for listening. It's a bit of a, a, bit of a short one tonight, but um, let's hope we come away with the three points tomorrow at the London Stadium. And uh, to all of you uh, blue boys and blue girls uh, travelling down there tomorrow, have a safe journey, get home safe, up the toffees. <laughs>